I want to take a stack of this good wood with me. She went back to her furious chopping, anxious to get a good supply together while her husband and children ate their breakfast. Battler ladled out a dollop of steaming mutton stew from the camp oven and plonked down on a log. Righto then, but don't bugger that new axe I bought you. The eldest children, twins, Brendan and Belle, having spent nearly three of their eight years on the road, were efficiently going about their chores, tossing their rolled swags up the back of the truck, wiring stretches onto the side, filling the radiator, and then their plastic wash-up dish with precious water from the jerry cans. Don't waste too much bloody water, their father reminded, as always, while the twins mouthed his words at each other, then giggled. Mum watched the four pairs of hands dab briskly at their eyes and muttered, Not much fear of that. The five Kelpies sat waiting, nostrils twitching, eyes watching every mouthful of stew and damper passing from plate to mouth, their torture compounded by the fact that the previous night had been a no-feed night. Like most western sheepmen, Battler only fed his working hounds every second night so they wouldn't get too fat. In that region of boiling temperatures and few watering places, a fat dog would soon become overheated and die, the Kelpie's instinct to work overpowering its instinct of self-preservation. Battler was justly proud of his dogs. He only kept the best. Any that didn't come up to his standards soon found their way to the big sheepyard in the sky. They were more reliable and hard-working than any men he could employ had he been able to employ any, and all they asked in return was the occasional feed of sheep's guts, or a skull split so they could get at the brains. Of course, like any dog, they craved a bit of affection too, but sheep dogs were rarely given any, the theory being that pets won't work hard enough. Battler's favourite bitch, Dulcie, was the exception. Dulcie was not only spoken to civilly, but occasionally moved her master so much with her brilliance he would actually give her a kind word and a pat. Mum often swore that her husband thought more of Dulcie than of her, and she was only half-joking. When anyone commented on the red bitch's looks and intelligence, Battler would remark, "Yeah, if she'd been able to cook, I'd have married her instead of Mum. Dulcie was already showing her supreme abilities as a pup, back when Battler and Mum were courting. Mum had listened to her fiancé talking about the Kelpie in poetic terms and tones she longed to hear about herself, but never did. Not long after they were engaged, she had overheard him talking to his brother, Yeah, a man struck it lucky, all right. Any man in this country would give anything to have her, and she's mine. Perfect looks, perfect brain... The man's on the right track now. Feeling overcome with adoration at hearing these previously unspoken words of admiration, she'd peeped round the corner of the woolshed and realised that he was talking about Dulcie. She'd fought back her tears and resigned herself to being content with being told she was a top Sheila or a butte sort. In the days when she'd been a butte sort, Mum was Deirdre Solway, daughter of a dubbo dentist and used to a genteel life in comfortable surroundings. 
Battler had been a real out-and-out mug lair then, a grazier's son from Galagambone. In his flash high-heeled boots, spurs, moleskins, Stetson hat and cowboy shirt, he'd swept Deirdre off her feet when he came to Dubbo to ride in the rodeo. He was after the buck jump championship and assured Deirdre he'd beat all the local boys for it. The difference between them and me is they think they're good and I know I'm good, he skited. With his cheeky good looks, his flashy clothes, his red Ford Fairlane and his cocksure attitude, what Dubbo girl wouldn't think he was a bit of all right? He won the buck jump, naturally, and they roared all round Dubbo that night with his championship ribbon fluttering on the Fairlane's aerial. He and his brothers were wild young blokes, mad for the Sheilas and into anything. In later years, when he was married with responsibility,